When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. It doesn't matter what you think. The Wrestling Round presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. Now, this is the road to WrestleMania. Officially begin on this Sunday as we just completed the Royal Rumble 2019. Royal Rumble is one of my favorite pay-per-views. Always has been. Um, obviously, WrestleMania SummerSlam number one and number two. But definitely, Royal Rumble gets that number three nod. So, where are we starting Let's start with the man. Becky Lynch goes into the Royal Rumble after she loses in the opening bout on the main card to Oscar. And she tapped. A lot of people did not like Becky tapping. Said it wasn't good for her character. But I said, you know what? Oscar needed a modified Oscar lock to get it done. Because the move was modified, to me, the story right there says she had to dig deep in order to put away the man. And that's what happened. But nonetheless, you know, Becky Lynch will come in there and return and win the Royal Rumble. But let before you know, let's talk about it a little bit. So, you know, I was taking some notes throughout the match. We started off with Lacey Evans and Natalia, number one and number two. Natalia having that number two spot, the same spot that her uncle, Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, had. And Natalia would last 55 minutes and 58 seconds before she was eventually eliminated by Nia Jax. Lacey Evans will last over 30 minutes into this matchup. Um, but let's, you know, a lot of stories was being told. We had, like I said, Evans lasting over 30 minutes, eliminated by Charlotte. We had Billy Kay coming out there, says she's not going to get in the ring until Peyton Royce gets in the ring. They're the iconics, right? They said they was going to do everything together. They said they was going to win and Go to WrestleMania together and both become the SmackDown Live Women's Champion. That wasn't going to happen. Um, Nikki Cross coming out there having one of the most int- craziest entrances, best entrance into the Royal Rumble match I've seen. But as she came out there, Billy Kay was standing out there waiting, you know, waiting for Peyton's number to be called. And, you know, she kind of, boom, hit her. Um, we saw Mandy Rose out there tonight. Had a big showing. She was number three. Uh, last year, you know, she is in the history books as the first ever, the first person, first woman ever to be eliminated in the Women's Royal Rumble match. Um, but as I was watching her, I said, okay, I didn't want her to get eliminated because I wanted to see her and Naomi get mixed up into the ring. Naomi came out there. Ember Moon gets in the way. I'm like, move, Ember. Come on now. I want to see Mandy and Naomi. Um, And I got it. Eventually, 
Naomi would eliminate Mandy Rose. And then uh, Mandy tried to help, you know, when Naomi was about to be eliminated, she got real creative. She found a way to do the Kofi spot, which we said, you know, that's her role now for the women. Um, and she got real creative. And then she walked across, you know, walked the, across the barricade. And she hopped onto the steps, right? We saw her. Boom! There was Mandy Rose waiting for her. And Mandy Rose would cause her to get eliminated. The two had to be broken up as they started brawling outside. So clearly, the rivalry is not over. Um, another story. Zelina Vega, Candice LeRae. So first of all, Zelina Vega gets in the ring. Um, and then afterwards, she gets out and she hides in, you know. But eventually, Hornswoggle followed her. But, you know, like I said, with her and Candice LeRae, we, you guys may remember, those two had some serious heat on NXT during the Gorgano Andrade feud. Um, Dana Brooke looked good tonight or uh, Sunday night. I thought that. You know, she's usually known to be on the chopping block. You know, we're still kind of waiting for her to find her spot in the business on Raw. I'm a huge fan. Obviously, you know, I ain't going to last the way she looks. But I also like, you know, how she's powerful and, you know, good mix. I loved her with Charlotte Flair. Don't know why they necessarily broke them up, you know, especially when Rick was like she found her arm. But... Unfortunately, you know, that didn't work. But I thought she looked good in the Royal Rumble. She just what didn't go out there as just a jobber. Alexa Bliss came out there, entered number 26. Huge pop. People couldn't wait. Um, Rhea Ripley. She looked phenomenal. Um, you know, you could say the Diesel spot. It was one point when uh, when she eliminated Zelina Vega and then Hornswog went out there to chase her. She just kind of had that look like the heck is this um because she wasn't there for that she was there to take care of business um and as i mentioned earlier lana pay attention to the story folks they told this story from the beginning of the night and this is why this is my if you know my favorite thing to happen as far as becky lynch winning it during the pre-show shinsuke took on uh rusa for the united states championship shinsuke would attempt to remove the turnbuckle lana gets on top of the rope said no you can't do that she's pointing to the ref you're he's cheating he's cheating lana probably shouldn't have been out there knowing she was going to be in the royal rumble but guess what rusev is her husband so she's going to do whatever she can to support her man so as rusev was um as shinsuke lana takes off her shoe and she's threatening to hit shinsuke with it all of a sudden um Rusev once the goes to close lot hit Shinsuke moves knocks Lana over that allows Shinsuke to capitalize and become the new United States champion Lana hurt and because she's hurt you know her ankle your leg is messed up so as she gets ready to come out at number 20s um what was she comes out at number 28 I believe 27 or 28 as she's getting ready to come out, uh, she's walking and she, you know, she's trying to be full on mode, but she just can't do it. And she's trying The refs go over to her. Um, then suddenly Nia Jax comes out at number 29, walks past her, then looks back, starts beating her up. I'm like, uh-oh. So as she starts beating her up, 
you know, now Lana's done. She's definitely not getting in. Suddenly, here comes Becky Lynch. And Becky comes out there, tells Finley, we know him as Finley, he's an agent, look, she can't compete. Let me get in. You need 30 women. I'm Look, I'm, I'm, I'm available. And he said, go ahead. I, I don't even know if he has that type of power. What's his position? Um, I saw something on Twitter that says, put him in the Hall of Fame for allowing Becky to get in. And sure enough, she gets in there, man. And, you know, we start seeing, like I said, just that. But that seed was planted at the beginning of the night. You know, I picked Becky Lynch to win. Well, I picked Charlotte to win. But I said, well, Becky's probably going to find her way. She'll probably beat up somebody. You know, the typical stuff we see. Or maybe convince somebody. But no, I like how they did this. Um, at one point, the finals, we saw Becky Lynch, Ember Moon, Carmella, um, Bailey, Charlotte Flair. Uh, we just saw and Nia Jax, the heavy hitters, you know. Uh, then, you know, it came down to the final three. Charlotte, Becky, and Nia Jax. And, you know, uh, Nia would get eliminated. And as um, Becky was getting ready to get back in the ring, boom, Nia Jax hits her. It causes her to fall. So now you're starting to wonder, okay, is Nia doing stuff again? Is she hurting somebody? And Becky almost didn't make it in. And Lady, Ref, uh, Lady Jess jumps in the ring, and she's ready to award Charlotte the match. And Becky says no. And Becky Balboa gets it in. And the thing I loved about this, and the reason why it made sense for the two of them, because she looked at it and said, you take everything from me, you will not take away my WrestleMania moment. We know that Charlotte found her way into that match at SummerSlam. And as she found her way into that match at SummerSlam, that was it. She won. And then she tried to be nice about it. Well, you know, there's an opportunity. You got to take it. Bailey was, um, Becky wasn't trying to hear that. And she was not going to allow that to happen at the Royal Rumble. Ladies and gentlemen, Becky Lynch is going to WrestleMania. And who will be her opponent? Only time will tell. And that's going to take me right into the next matchup. And that is Charlotte, um, Ronda Rousey. Rowdy Ronda Rousey taking on Sasha Banks. What a match. It wasn't your typical Rousey match. We saw Ronda Rousey have to dig deep. It wasn't your typical Sasha Banks match either. I mean, those two ladies went to the limit, beat the smack out of each other. Um, Ronda said that it would be an honor, and it would kind of let her know she's made it if she could beat a Sasha Banks. And that's what we saw. Um, forgive me for not knowing the name of Rhonda's finishing move, but you know, she beat her with a one, two, three. And one of the things I thought that the WWE did well with their storytelling, um, was beating, you know, you had three of your top women that, well, I should say three women that people want to see in position as champions, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, and Sasha Banks, right? So, as Bianca Belair, she passed out. 
You don't want Bianca tapping for her first loss. You know, let her pass out. Becky Lynch, you can't have the same finish, right? It's not going to make sense. Becky Lynch, she tapped out to a modified, a modified move. And then Sasha Banks, she says she's a boss. Do you want the boss tapping out? No. You knock the boss out. Then you beat him one, two, three. You know. So, yeah, so it's called a standard reverse Garakaruma. Something like that. But, yeah, that's what it took for Ronda Rousey to beat Sasha Banks. And afterwards, you know, they showed a sign of respect. But Sasha won up there. And she shook her hand with her left hand. I said, okay, and I'm sitting there watching with my brother. Shout out to my brother, Hugh. Before he left, he left me with a nice Orioles jersey, man. That's what good friends do. Um, one of the things he said, he's like, yo, she going to hit her with something. No, it wasn't that. Sasha threw up the four horsewomen sign. And she let her know, like, look, we're the real four horsewomen. And I know some people want to see this four horsewomen versus four horsewomen match. Ladies and gentlemen, you might get ready to wait till Survivor Series because I know, and I'm not one to say, I know wrestling and I'm, I could go out there and main event WrestleMania. But from what I see, I don't see that being a necessity right now because it just doesn't seem like the other ones are finished with their business at NXT. So, um, like I said, the women obviously stole the show tonight. I was happy from what I saw. Um, you know, but let's move on. Let's move on to the WWE Championship match. Daniel Bryan taking on AJ Styles. Vince McMahon said he wanted to see um, the old AJ Styles. And these two, this match was highly competitive. Many people say the crowd was dead because they was probably exhausted from the Royal Rumble. I will say this. Two Royal Rumble matches is a lot. Um, I know you got to do it now because you started it. But, man, I'm like, this show felt forever. You know, and I know it's the Royal Rumble. SummerSlam felt that way. Survivor Series really didn't. But I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a different solution for this one. It might be just stuck here. But, um, like I said, Daniel Bryan was uh, successful. He defeated AJ Styles. Story of the match, though, right here is at the end of the match. We saw Rowan, well, towards the end of the match, we saw Rowan show up. And he just stood there as a casual viewer. And him and Daniel Bryan, you may remember, they were both a part of the Wyatt family. Daniel Bryan was, you know, reluctantly, didn't want to be there. But he was a part of the Wyatt family. Um, I said Riot, Wyatt. Make sure I say that. Wyatt family. And during that time, you know, he was... You, you you look it's like oh, it kind of look like, um, but you know, are you everybody's left with questions, and that's what I love because now we can't wait for Tuesday. Why did Rowan show up uh, when the referee got kicked accidentally? He jumped in the ring, he face palm AJ Styles with a choke slam, and pinned him. I mean, allowed Daniel Bryan to get the one, two, three. What's gonna happen from now? You know, Daniel Bryan has some serious muscle. I would not be surprised, though, to see this match go on to WrestleMania. I would be more than happy. Um, I know Daniel Bryan's beat him twice, so it's like, okay, AJ, what can you say? But, hey, he lost. He didn't lose clean, so only time will tell. Let's move on. Universal Championship match. Brock Lesnar taking on Finn Balor. And, you know... 
that matchup was different. You know, we saw um, Finn Balor come out there and show he's not um, not scared of Brock Lesnar at all. You know, he showed that, like, look, I'm going to do what I got to do and take care of business. Um, Lesnar could barely get out of his... Uh, could barely get out of his uh, clothes, and boom, Balor was all over him. And I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> you know, th- this is going to get real. And sure enough, um, you know, we saw, yeah, of course he was doing the German suplex, but Balor was working that stomach. You know, we all know Brock Lesnar at one time had diverticulitis, and but he was working it. And then when he went for the coup de gras. Lesnar caught him with a desperate, desperate Kimura lock. Um, and that was it. You know, Ballard couldn't do anything else. He, he had to tap out. And, and then afterwards, he beat him up some more. So I'm hoping Finn Balor gets a rematch. Maybe he'll get a rematch. Maybe we'll see the Demon King. I don't know. Um, because now it looks like we got to get the Balor and, I mean, we got to get the Lesnar and Seth Rollins more on that later. But I was I was impressed with this match. Um, I really enjoyed it. I want to know what you guys think. You know, definitely tweet me at Wrestling Realm because I want to know how did you feel about this one. You know, uh, one of the things I like what WWE did was the tail of the tape. So you know, you, I mean, they told the story of David versus Goliath, but when you see the numbers, you see Balor weighs one ninety, Lesnar two eighty six, chest size Balor forty one. Lesnar, 52. The Reach, Balor, 71. Lesnar, 81. Combined days as Universal Champion, Balor, 1. Lesnar, 589. Balor's WWE debut, July 2016. Lesnar, March 2002. So that right there was like, whoa, okay. Talk about a difference. Um, But nonetheless... Brock Lesnar is still your universal champion. Um, before I get into the Royal Rumble, we crown new tag team champions tonight, folks. Um, Shane McMahon and The Miz went on to defeat The Bar. And, you know, it was a decent match. Uh, it was entertaining, you know. And shout out, The Miz dad was in attendance, and he got to see his son become a tag team champion. So I thought, you know, I mean, as a father and as a son, I'm like, man, you know, it's always you want to make dad proud or you want – to see your son make you proud. So I thought that was really good. Um, no, most people might not have liked it. And then Buddy Murphy retained his Cruiserweight Championship with a pinfall over Hideo with Tommy. And I was like, no. I thought that Tommy was going to get it. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know what happens with him. You know, could be wrong. But let's move on to the Royal Rumble as we get ready to close this out. The main event of the evening um we started off with elias and double j right off the bat a surprise i believe that was the only um only legend in the match you know uh far as like that's no only hall of famer in the match i believe but um you know they they got out there and they started doing this stick and lesnar i mean lesnar Double J got a chance to do and strut his stuff, but then boom, Elias had enough of it. They was going to do a duet, but Elias said no. Hit him with a guitar, eliminate him before Shinsuke could enter in at number three. Uh, Kurt Angle came out early, number four. We know 
Blake said on the pre-show that uh, he would have loved to seen Kurt Angle win this and face Daniel Bryan for that one more match. Um, the New Day, they wore comic book sh uh, sketches on their tights of the different ways Kofi Kingston escaped. You know, uh, I mentioned Kurt Angle, who didn't last too long. Uh, so Shinsuke Nakamura eliminated him. We saw the new North American champion, Johnny Gorgano, or coming in at number six. One of his key eliminations, Jinder Mahal. And then the man who will win the whole thing, Seth Rollins, entered in at number 10. You know, that number used to be reserved for somebody who calls themselves the perfect 10, which was absolutely not perfect. Um, but, um, you know, Seth Rollins getting in there, showing stamina. I thought it was interesting that early on in the match, we had at one point Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Samoa Joe. Drew McIntyre. I'm like, wow, why are these guys in here so early? But that was just me complaining, you know. Um, Kofi, uh, Titus O'Neil, you know, he came out and, you know, he looked. He scouted what he had to do. He said a prayer and took his time running to the ring. But then he started to get ready to jump in. And Kurt Hawkins, the guy who hasn't won a match in over, in over 200 matches, was at the bottom of the ropes uh, underneath the ring. And then he went chasing after him. Then he got inside the ring. Hawkins would then eliminate Titus. So Titus didn't last too long. And then Hawkins would celebrate only to be eliminated. So, you know, that was that was a fun spot. Uh, no way Jose, he was in and out. Bobby Lashley was in and out. Um, and I know there's going to be people out there saying, man, the black people got treated bad tonight. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Sorry, just shut up. Um, you know, Drew McIntyre had a strong showing, but one of the things that may have surprised people, Nia Jax entered in as, um, dang, who, she took out somebody. I forgot that fast, but you know, somebody was getting ready. Oh, R-Truth, duh. Number 30, R-Truth, uh, as he was getting ready to come out, Nia Jax came out and beat him up, threw him into the walls, and then she came into the Royal Rumble. And... You know, it was interesting. I'm like, All right, now she's in here. I know WWE doesn't do too many mixed matches, intergender matches. But then, you know, the guys were kind of looking like, all right, can we hit her? Should we do? And then after a while, they started. Uh, Randy Orton, you know, was like, Randy don't give a whoop. <laughs> so he ended up um, hitting an RKO on her. Um she took a super kick from Dolph Ziggler. I think that, yeah, that was first. Took a super kick from Dolph Ziggler. She caught an RKO. Um, and she did her thing. She's a legend. You know, she was in the first person in the women's and men's Royal Rumble in the same night. You know, joined the likes of Karma, of Beth Phoenix, of China. There's probably some others that I'm omitting, and I know somebody out there will correct me. Um, and there's no disrespect to me omitting them. I just can't think of them right now. But Nia Jax has joined them. I thought that was really cool. Um, our final four, we saw Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Andrade. So here's my problem, folks. Didn't really like this because at this point, I knew Seth Rollins was going to win. I would have wanted to see Drew McIntyre in there a little bit longer. And Randy Orton in there a little bit longer. Um, perhaps Mustafa Ali. Uh, I just did you know, I thought he would be a Final Four. He wasn't, but Andrade was. So, you know, kind of, you know. But I just didn't like, I was like, all right, there's no no way Braun's winning. Like, 
I just didn't think that the WWE would do that because I really don't think they believe in him anymore to be a top guy. So it just made it so obvious. You know, you remember when Chris Jericho came back in 2012 and everybody just knew because Chris, I mean, CM Punk was calling himself the best in the world and Jericho started the whole, I'm the best in the world at what I do. Everybody just knew Jericho was going to win that Royal Rumble. Instead, it was down to him and Sheamus, and Sheamus won. Jericho would win and earn a match for WrestleMania against CM Punk. But I just, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, come on, don't be so obvious, WWE. But nonetheless, Seth Rollins, it came down to him and Braun Strowman. Uh, I thought they was going to repeat the Chris Benoit Big Show spot. Maybe just because I listened to something to wrestle with, but they was talking about the 2004 Royal Rumble was on my mind. Um... But they, you know, they started to, but both of them was on the side, and it took a curb stomp for Seth Rollins to get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, Seth Rollins is the winner of your 2019 Royal Rumble. He is going to WrestleMania. Um, you know, add that to the history books. I said in 2015, I wrote up on my blog. On my uh, website, brianhwaters.com, Seth Rollins was the next big megastar. He's done it all, folks. Tag team champion. You, um, WWE champion. You almost say universal champion. He almost was. Uh, but yeah, WWE champion. Intercontinental champion. United States champion. And now, Royal Rumble winner. I'm happy that we got a different Royal Rumble winner, somebody who hasn't won it before, which I know we did last year with Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, but, you know, as Corey uh, from Wrestling Marks of Excellence was saying, AJ Styles was just too hot. He wasn't taking the title off of him. Seth Rollins has been running his mouth about Brock, to Brock, about Brock Lesnar for well over a year. Now is the time. Pull the trigger. Give us Seth Rollins... First, Brock Lesnar, one-on-one. We know Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar's, uh, well, he pinned Roman Reigns. But we know Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. That's how it's written in history books to become the WWE World Heavyweight Champion at WrestleMania 31. We know Seth Rollins had a match against Lesnar again, and he ended up, Losing by disqualification. I think that's how they got it written. Because the Undertaker showed up. Now is the time. I want to see what kind of match we get. We got an excellent match with Lesnar and AJ Styles. Daniel Bryan. Finn Balor. What kind of match will we get from Seth Rollins? Will we get the same type of match? Or will we get the type of match he had with Dean Ambrose? Only time will tell. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap it up. Um... And he said, I hope you enjoyed the Royal Rumble. I know I did. I know it was, you know, it's mixed emotions from, you know, some of the group chats I'm in. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed the storytelling. I think having a better understanding on how Royal Rumbles are put together, uh, just listening to uh, something to wrestle with, you know, for those who do not know, one of the things Bruce Pritchard said was that, you know, you look at when you put the people in there, you figure, okay, what kind of stories are we going to tell? What kind of matchups? One of the complaints about the 99 Royal Rumble was the only story that was being told was Austin McMahon. There was no other stories, you know. You look back at the 93 Royal Rumble. 
um, was it 93 or 94? 93. No, it was, I think it was 94. You had, um, at one point you had the Rockers in there. Oh, no, maybe it was 93 Royal Rumble. Um, but yeah, whatever. When it was Royal Rumble, you had the Rockers in there going against each other, you know. Um, another Royal Rumble, you had Owen and Shawn Michaels going at it. You know, you had Vader and Yokozuna, two Cornet guys, in there around the same time. How does it show, help you put Shawn Michaels over by somehow eliminating both of them? So, you know, you just look at what kind of stories. You remember years ago, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk starting it off. Or, you know, so. But that'll do it, folks. Make sure you are subscribed to the Wrestling Realm. Make sure you are... Subscribe to us on YouTube. That's where you want to be. YouTube has everything we've done. We got a lot of great content. Uh, so, so make sure you, you know, like the videos. Um, go on Instagram, follow that. Uh, make sure you check out some of the content. The real Dwayne Allen providing his realness um, reacts. So maybe he'll have something for the Royal Rumble. Uh, make sure you subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from. Subscribe there. Hit us with a five-star rating. And as you do that, write a comment. Write a nice comment. Let me know what you think. And then when you do it, send it to me. So I know because, you know, it doesn't notify me. So, so just comment it, you know. But just yeah, send it to me. I appreciate it. Till the next time, folks. I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody.